What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bling Talks. I'm your host, Anthony Haddad. And today I have Jeanette Park from Park Ford. She is the owner and designer. It's a pleasure to have you. Welcome. Hi, welcome. Thank you. It's nice to meet you, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We were having a good little fun chat before this. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to, uh, to continuing it. So um, you have a beautiful brand and uh, a beautiful site and beautiful jewelry. Tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do in your, in your company. Yeah. So I'm the owner and designer of Park Ford. Um, I have a fine jewelry line that uh, is made in Chicago and I have been doing that for three years. Um, and I, our mission is to make fine jewelry that, you know, give women confidence and make them feel beautiful. I love the idea of like, you put on a pair of earrings and you just instantly feel elevated as you walk out the door. You could be wearing like a t-shirt and jeans, but like you throw in those like awesome pair of earrings and you're just like, that's it. I'm good to go. I can do this. Yeah. So, you know, it's all about like making that feeling happen for, you know, the women who wear my jewelry. Absolutely. So it's, it's obviously women only. Yes. Well, I, yeah, right now, mostly women focused jewelry. Maybe someday I'll do men. <laughs> Never know. You Never, Never know. know. <laughs> and so how did you, how did you kind of get your start in the business? I always like to ask that because the answers are always a little bit different, but a little bit similar. It's kind of crazy. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. How'd you, how'd you stumble into this? Actually, my parents do have a small jewelry store um, that they've had. And so growing up, I was going to like gem shows and like seeing jewelry. And my mom has amazing taste in jewelry. You know, I always admired her jewel box. Um, but I didn't go into jewelry right away. I ended up doing product development and I worked overseas for a while, actually in China doing product development and like third party sourcing companies. And then I carried that over and I did product development for a toy company when I moved back. And I just couldn't take the corporate, like kind of political BS of that. And I was getting really kind of just burned out with it. And I was like, huh, I work with all these awesome designers, um, all different industries. And I want to do that creative part. You know, I want to like kind of unleash, you know, the creative ideas that I have. And so I took the leap and I quit that job and I tried my hand at a few things like fashion, cake decorating. I don't know, but they didn't go well. My parents were like, why don't you try jewelry design? And I was like, yeah, of course. Duh. Like that's, it's, you know, I love jewelry, you know, all the time. I was like, I grew up around it. So my dad bought me a 3D printer and I was like, here, figure this out. <laughs> and so I went with that and I, um, taught myself CAD. Uh, I did take some classes like, you know, bench jewelry classes, stone setting, my GIA, you know, diamonds course. And um, yeah, I, I went from there and um, did not love that 3D printer though. That was the state of my existence. That was a pain, but uh, I know better now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, well, that's a pretty, pretty, uh, interesting transition from kind of what you were doing and then you really went all the way in you got you you are fully in you're an entrepreneur you're a designer you're GIA certified um so tell us tell us uh, you're clearly a passionate 
person and a creative person. So tell us a little bit about the jewelry at, you know, Park Ford. Yeah. Um, you know, when I design, I just think about like, what would I wear? You know, is it something I would wear every day? I think there's a lot of jewels that do speak to like the red carpet and all that, the super blingy thing. And that's not my style. It's much more like, you know, I want to have something that's fun and beautiful, still like made with luxurious materials. You know, I use all 14K gold and natural gemstones, but still casual and something I can wear with, you know, a t-shirt and jeans, or I can wear it day to night. And so just always kind of keeping that in mind to make it like effortless, easy to wear. Um, and, but something that still makes you feel, feels good when you wear it. Yeah. This stuff's good. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I've never been into ladies jewelry before. <laughs> I've never liked it so much. So yeah, you're doing you, could, you could rock some of those bracelets, I think. Uh, <laughs> Maybe no, you could get no, the hair no, thing. <laughs> no Not that much. No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is amazing. I was just showing some of it. So she has uh, necklaces, bracelets. And and how do you go about procuring your product? Um, you know, there's a lot of retailers, but you've managed to design and yeah. market yourself online. How do you do that? How does it go from concept to uh, buy it now? Um, well, the concept part, you know, is, the design and obviously um, I design them, not the maker. I do, they're all made in Chicago of a wonderful team uh, in Chicago that manufactures all my pieces. Um, and then from there, you know, if you want to get into the marketing bit, it's really, you know, one, you have to have a good website presence. You have to have social media. That is like the, the bare bones to have your Instagram and have your website, like looking, you know, great and polished and easy for customers to, to visit. And, you know, also just working on getting into retailers. I have a, a great retailer in Chicago that, you know, supports me and has my pieces. And, um, yeah, now I'm getting into more email marketing and also blogging. You know, I think content is really important. It's a slow game, but it's very important as well yeah. for driving traffic. Traffic is, traffic is hard, slow but hard, right? So I'm just started this, it's, you know, and... Um, yeah, I think that's kind of, you know, what you have to do. It's, it's, it's about grinding every day and doing, you know, all as much work as you can, little by little. Um, it's the little steps that make, make it work. So I'm really glad that you kind of dove into those types of things because it's hard to be a business owner and to be a great marketer and a great technologist and it, especially if you're creative and still somehow be the bomb at your craft. Yeah. So I, I like that. You're kind of, you're kind of hitting all the base, you, you know, you've, you've managed to do the basics of the marketing and doing very well, by the way, these pictures Thank look you. great. The mo models behind them. I mean, you crushed it. You put effort into this, you know, you mentioned blogging. Um, there's new algorithms that come out all the time. It's really good that you're personally blogging that's going to definitely drive some quality traffic. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, new and it's just, you know, I'm starting to get into it. It is, like I said, it's a slow going thing, but I think it's great. It's great to put information out there that, you know, speaks to people who do want to read it. And also it's obviously it's great for SEO. So yeah. Um, speaking of that, oh. <laughs> I, checked you out. I checked you out, you know, you're, you're jumping. 
Exactly. I mean, yeah, I'm working on it. So it's a work in progress, right? But yeah. yeah. No, it's great. And and I just, no, we'll stop there. But so as far as like your technology and your marketing stack, you kind of talked about the things that you do. Um, the website's built in Shopify, right? Yeah. I think, you know, most people in the community, if they're going to be doing e-commerce brands, I, I usually, unless it's a unique situation, Shopify is the way to go. Yeah. And as far as your marketing, um, you mentioned doing more email marketing, more blogging. Um, have you ever done advertising? Uh, Facebook advertising? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram a little bit. Um, but it was really challenging for me. I did uh, work with someone, but I think... Um, as a newer brand with the really high price points, you know, and the luxury price points, it's a harder for consumers who are looking at it to buy in. Like, it's not something they're going to shop now. I'm going to buy this $3,000 necklace like, like yeah. that online. I have to know who you are. I need to see you a few times. And so I think for me, my takeaway was that the Facebook and Instagram um, advertising is great for building brand awareness. And I have not dove into Google advertising, which I think you know, from what I understand, because it's like search, search marketing, it's like people are looking already for something like if they're looking for birthstone necklace, you know, then and I'm coming up like top in those results, that would be much more meaningful. I mean, that would be really hard too, because I'm sure there's all the big jewelers out there who are, are paying a lot for those very generic terms, but I have not tried Google ads yet. But that is yep. you know, something that I think is more interesting than Unless you want to do brand awareness. Then. I, I really think that you uh, are right on the mark with what you're saying. What you what you did as a business owner is you went out there, you tried it, and you have a really good read on how to use those platforms. So what you're what what's going on with Facebook is and it depends what product you have. You you're talking about not a direct response product and not necessarily direct response platform. Facebook right. is more of a so what we always do is we always are on Google first, especially for the jewelers, because that's a high intent, sometimes needs it. So we'll we'll get them at the the the, the top of the chain. And then what you do is you retarget on Facebook because right. then you're the 500 pound gorilla and you're getting the frequency. So there's a time and a place for all of them, but I, I just wanted to commend you that it, it seems like you're navigating through pretty well. <laughs> I try. Uh, I try to learn as much as I can as I do these things. You know, it's hard. We have our, you know, a lot of hats on as entrepreneurs, but, you know, it's always good. I think learning is always great. Like if you'll always have to just keep on your toes and keep reading and, and there are so many new things, you know, as well. So it's just, it's never ending and I love learning. So that's good. <laughs> heck yeah. Heck yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's why that's huge that you said that because <laughs> hmm, man, yeah, you're, you're a killer because, <laughs> but you know, you get a lot of people who are kind of, you know, uh, first generation, they're not trying to hear any of that. No, no. Uh, and then you have, you know, some design, you know, have the kind of the creatives that know they need it, you know, kind of don't want to be around it, but, but, you know, you're, you're eager to learn. I think that's probably the most important and quite might be the most valuable trait to have, especially right now. It's because yeah. there is so much changes going on. Like, you know, you and I touched on a little bit of the yeah. AI stuff in our first chat. Um, but yeah, I think that stuff starts to get out. It's going to be, keep a, up. I mean, there's like new platforms, there's new things, there's AI, like you said, you know, it's, it's, 
I think if you don't want to be left behind, I mean, there are things to say for traditional marketing and, you know, handwritten notes and that type of, you know, sales and marketing too. And I think you can incorporate both, but if you just, you know, ignore all the stuff that's coming in ahead of us and, you know, maybe you don't even know what you're competing with, you know, so. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. You're definitely right. That's good. Yep. That, that is true. I mean, there's ways now to create, first of all, better content before we talk about how much faster it is and how much more cost effective it's better. The customer service is better. The ads are better. Um, especially, but if you know what to put in and out of it, if you don't, you're going to get trash in trash outs. First thing I learned in my course, but yeah, that, that being said, there could be somewhere a competitor designing 10 times as much inventory as you uh, writing 10 times as much blogs and content. And it's really a timing game. It's really about timing and who gets there first, just like it was when Facebook came, just like it was when pay-per-click came out and the internet and all that. So um, there's a boat, people can get in it or they cannot. It does not really matter. Uh, <laughs> just, I feel like the people who get in it are going to be much better off. So, yeah. so let's talk about how, how's, growth of the business how do you gauge uh success or kpis or cost per leads or sales like how do you look at the business and engage hey we're doing all right here we're on track or we're or not um well i mean i think there's general like analysis of your numbers of course like looking at you know how you've done and then also of course you mentioned kpis you know how are you know your emails and your social media, you know, looking at, you know, am I getting enough engagement? Am I getting clicks, you know, on social media and, and how many likes and, and analyzing all that. So that's the part of it. There's that analytical part. And, and then I know this is a little bit off to that, but the other part is, are your customers that you, you know, have worked with, are they happy? You know, um, are you retaining them? Um, you know, do they love your jewelry and are you keeping in touch with them? That's also, you know, important part of it. I love measuring, that. measuring the non-technical part of it. Cause I think we can all learn the technical part of it. You know, that's, they're just numbers and you can look at it and they are important to look at, but, um, also just making sure that customers are happy and they, they, you know, they love working with you. That's important. And that word of mouth is also important too. Yeah, that's so good staying in communication and genuinely seeing if they're happy. I'm sorry. I was just taking a note for myself. That's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that's yeah, that's good. And and I think that's an overlooked metric. A lot of times I think people want to see those reviews up there and they'll get them and try yeah. and do them. But are, are they coming back? And you said retention. So yeah. how do you get most of your customers? Um, you know, honestly, right now it is, um, a lot of wholesale and, um, being in the small stores that support, you know, my brand and, you know, are carrying my pieces. I think that's one way because there are local shops that are amazing, uh, have a wonderful customer base. And so that's a different way to reach those markets. And then in addition to that, it's again, it's a slow game of like direct, um, you know, trying to grow traffic and doing the content marketing and, um, you know, social media and trying to keep up with Instagram as much as I hate it. Like I always say, like Instagram is the never, 
like it's never satisfied. It's like this beast that you have to keep feeding and feeding and feeding with content. I mean, I have to do photo shoots all the time just to like keep <laughs> keep it going. But um, but you, ha- it's funny because you have to do that. I was just um, talking to someone else, and it's like that um, doing social media is kind of like um, supplementary. Actually, it's like you have to have it. Like, but I think the other way you know you grow your business is networking and um, if you can do PR, you know, that's always good. PR is hard, but, but you have to have the social media and the website because people see you out there and then they come and look at that and that, you know, kind of helps build your credibility and just to see, you know, what you, what you're doing that you're active on there. So. Yeah, no, you definitely have to play ball. It's a lot. It's a business in itself. Um, uh, You mentioned people coming in and seeing it. Is there, there's no brick and mortar, right? No, no. I meant, well, yeah. they come see it at the stores that, um, you know, I wholesale to. Got it. Um, Got it. Otherwise, coming and seeing your, like, my online store or my social media page. and. Got it. And so, I guess, what percentage of people do you think come in from the site versus the retailers? Oh, I, you know, I don't know that off the top of my head, but I'd say, <laughs> I was like, I have to you caught me you caught me I was like I, I <laughs> you know I think maybe right now for me because uh, I'm new and I'm like only three years in and I only just started content um doing blogging and and stuff like that so it is a lot more um through the retailers that carry wow. my stuff where like they are you know that's more where I'm getting out there yeah but I'm trying I'm- to change it I think a 50 50 mix is like really a great goal of where I want to be. I think it's very, I think it's doable. I think your product is outstanding and, uh, uh, you know, sounds like you're off to a great start and your branding is just outstanding. Uh, And and it seems like you're doing the work to lay the foundation for a B2C relationship um, Mm -hmm. and maybe kind of a two-headed monster here if you can do both for a little bit and succeed in both so um okay so if there was one thing you could share with the community as far as like a tip this could be all types of jewelers there can be anybody on here you know but most of them most of them are in you know the fine jewelry space or bridal and things like that um (laughs) wish I could say something funny but I think Generally, I was going to say, don't buy those diamonds. No, no I think generally, I, you know, what you're doing and networking and speaking to people and being a bit more open about what, where we are and what we're doing to grow and helping each other. I think that is like the biggest thing you can do is, um, you know, putting yourself out there and, and starting to like just communicate and talk and give back to the community and it just opens up so many more doors and, you know, you meet wonderful people like yourself. And I think it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, I think that's what, um, what you're doing is great. And I think that's like part of what, you know, hopefully we can all strive to is just um, helping out others in our industry. And. Yeah, I think it's a good time. Uh, I think it's a good time for more community. Uh, I think there's a lot of changes come to the industry. You know, you have lab drones are being in here. You have AI. There's there's some major shifts coming in. So, um, you know, I'm super grateful that you came on. Uh, 
it was it's been fun talking to you. I definitely want to want to keep in touch and continue to watch this company Park Ford Jewelry grow because it is fresh. Um, you are you seem like you are um, a natural entrepreneur where that is exactly where she needs to be right now. Uh, not too forward, not too back, but you seem like you're back on the money. Um, so tell people how you can, they can get a hold of you. Um, I did share the website. I have no problem sharing that again, but Jeanette Park from parkfordjewelry.com. How can people get a hold of you? Yeah, um, the website is parkfordjewelry.com. I'm on Instagram, parkfordjewelry. Um, you can DM me there or, you know, reach out um, via my website. Either way, I'm, I'm open to it because anybody, you know, wants to just talk shop, I'm, I love to. So Awesome. Awesome. We're the type of people, you're the type of people we want in the community. Um, you know, after this, I'll send you an email with some, you know, um, the members forum and all those types of things so you can connect and grow with other jewelers and, and uh, I'll get you your podcast episode and all that good stuff. <laughs> Without further ado, um, guys, thank you for being on and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye.